Comfort and Sound by Feeder on XFM 104.9. I'm Ricky Gervais. With me, Stephen Merchant. Hello there. But no Carl Pilkington. No, he's in Lanzagrotti. Lanzagrotti. But we have got a very, very special stand-in. It's Camfield. Say hello. I'm so excited to be here. It's yeah. really, you know, uh, uh, the things I've learned in the last 10 minutes before we've even gone on air, like yeah. you don't have a theme tune. But that's the theme thing. tune. I don't wear headphones. Exactly. Ian wears headphones with a preamp. He's got three midgets just brought in his back line. <laughs> yeah. Right? Um, they're called Dog, Mongo and Blitzkrieg. Look, Blitzkrieg is up on the up there. They're eating a banana. Yeah. Um, and uh, he is the king of rock, the new king of rock. Well, the young, the prince. He's the prince of rock. Obviously, Vance is the king of rock. But uh, we'll be doing that. We're working out who. Oh, over this. Um, and by the way, Camfield, I don't want the Ian Camfield that does XFM and going, and it's fast approaching 123. Here's Ash. I want the Camfield that goes, I snorted ants with Lemmy. Okay? So uh, we want the real Camfield. All right. I bought him Metal Chrysalis. Is that all right? That's yeah. That's my only request from this show that we do play Paul Diano's version of Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Diano. The rest of that will be out to you. Yeah, we're going to play some Christmas tunes. We're going to play some. You know, our favourite hits of the year, but mainly, this is the rock programme. This is the rock programme. What worries me, Rick, is there's a lot of people who listen to our show, and they don't really, they're not regular XFM listeners, they just kind of crawl They're not they're regular people. Stupid. <laughs> yeah. Saturday yeah. afternoon, put the shows. Yeah. They might not, they might not be familiar with, they might not be familiar with. Well, Ian Canfield is a young man, he's been in, uh, he's, he's uh, 14. He's, he's been in radio, it's weird, he's 40, but he's been in radio for... Fifteen and a half years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he was weaned on the milk of a Vance. Yeah. Right? And uh, he's going to be the new, he's going to be the new um, uh, rock god, aren't you? Well, I'm trying. Yeah. Um, uh, no, no DJ Canfield. Just go, yeah. Right? <laughs> and over the, over the two hours, um, I want to work out the four pillars of rock, right? I want four names, uh, four pillars of rock, right? Huge rock pillars. And then I want the king who stands astride them like the archangel of metal. <laughs> so we'll be asking Ian, every few years we'll be asking, like, who's your first pillar of rock? And then, uh, you know, keeping the one that stands astride them, okay? And how many do we need? Well, we need five names then, don't we? The four pillars of rock and who stands astride them. <laughs> right, okay. okay. Like the Overlord by these Axe Attack albums. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is Oasis. Christmas. Oasis. Doing their version of Larry Christmas, everyone. It's Christmas. It seems only appropriate that we play the occasional Christmas tune. There aren't many decent ones. The great, we will be playing the greatest, not just Christmas, one of the greatest songs of all time, but certainly the greatest Christmas tune of all time, uh-huh. Fairy Town in New York. Is that going to be the um, the uh, version done by what's his name at a boy's own? Has he done one? Yeah. Who's he's lived the hard rock and roll life. Who, who, what's his yeah. name? What is his name? Ronan Keaton? Yeah. He wasn't bad about 101, actually. I think he's lightened up a little bit. Good luck, man. Yeah. yeah nice. As well. Yeah. A lot of people ask me, uh, Kevin, I'm sure you can... Uh, Kind of, uh, you've probably got experiences if you're only what I want to talk about. But so people ask me what Ricky's like in real life. Mm. Uh, I don't want to get grotesque. It's Christmas. People are listening. People are eating sandwiches. But he has a flatulence problem. I don't know if you're aware of this. It is not a problem, right? Well, it is for us. It is for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. I think the problem with Ricky is Ricky hates to miss out on anything. He's terrified that there's going to be something going on that he's missing out on. A conversation, a joke, someone falling over, you know. And uh, he's down. He, so he dares spend any time in the lavatory because he just into <laughs> any period of time he spends in there, he could be missing out on some fun. So he he kind of tries to get his lavatory, you know, occupying down time down to a minimum, an absolute minimum. Plenty of pissing. There's loads of that. But none of the other activity, <laughs> really. I mean, you keep that, really. It's, it's like you're in, you're out. And you, I, sometimes I don't think you've done the full job, Rick. Yeah. And today, yeah. I'll tell you this, it was my eyes were bleeding. <laughs> <It> was, 
Jason says, I, it's just a word of warning because the kitchen at XFM is out of bounds now. They, no one's going in there until the new year. A to J in the library. A to J in the record library. I'll tell you this, if, I don't know if like, Tony Blackburn's in the room. <laughs> he's wearing a full-off. But seriously, not that he, no, no, not that he wears a wig. He doesn't wear a wig. But if he's going down there, maybe he wants to play some Beach Boys. And so if, <laughs> but get, I'm a celebrity, get me out of it. Man. You might have survived in the jungle, Tony. <laughs> I don't know there, mate. Tony, would you rather eat a plate of maggots or go and get oh, Beach Boys? Exactly. I say A to J. Oh, pop pickers. He's done this crap. He's absolutely extraordinary down there. <laughs> oh, so I'll always be warm. But it's Christmas. Yeah. It's Christmas. Black from me listening to these. <laughs> I don't know. He's got this, probably doing a bit of Christmas shopping. Sure. And he's out and about with his, probably got his little, you know, personal stereo on. Yeah. And he goes, oh, I'll listen to the boys at XFM. <laughs> and he, uh, Canfield, what do you think of it so far? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. It's not, not Vance, is it? Okay, who, who, who is secured as one of the pillars of rock? Lemmy. Of course he is. Never changed his boots. Two pairs of trousers. Three shirts. <laughs> really? Yeah. And uh, he just alternates them, does he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same pair of trousers for two weeks. But the is, it, is it true his rider is uh, a bottle of Jack Daniels and 40 Marlboro? Uh, no, it's uh, it's like one of those 100 packs. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the 100 packs of Marlboro. And the, he like keeps them stuck in his boots, which don't change. <laughs> um, actually, I, I think I might say like that, that one of the like two left boots as well because one of them did break, so and he had two pairs, but he's now only got one. But they, uh, and he's got, yeah, the well, and Lemmy, the It's Lemmy then. Lemmy as one of the um, the uh, pillars of rock. What, what, what would Phil Lynott get anywhere near this? Yeah, he would have done. Let's play some Lizzie then. <laughs> Don't believe a word. Finn Lizzie on XFM 104.9. I'm Ricky Gervais with me, Stephen Merchant, over there, Campbell's. <laughs> Is that your impression of me? Yeah. 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 The rock one's better. The rock was better. Yeah, you shouldn't try and be a DJ. Yeah. Yeah. Growing up with Diano Tuesday night. <laughs> um, yeah, what, uh, I know you, you're keen to know this, Rick. What are your thoughts on XFM? What, do you get, I guess get behind the facade of Yeah. Field. What do you think about this? Because we used to have, you know, some conversations, so, you know, um, you've been with XFM since the beginning, haven't you? I've been here forever. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's all right, isn't it? I mean, it's not it's not quite magic. Well, no, I don't so. You know, got me eyes on the on the on the uh, big one hundred five point four. Obviously, eventually. What uh, magic? Yeah. Now, uh, do, you, do you think you'll you'd want to do like a, a rock program on something like like Virgin or Radio One eventually? No, I don't think so. No. No. What do you want to do then? What do you want to do? <sighs> I want to. I want to start playing stuff like the Eagles and Steely Dan and Bruce Hornsby in the range, truth be known. But you, you don't like, like a quiet mainstream. Like in your bedroom? What, what about yeah. but on But on what sort of platform, though? Because, you know, the good thing about those is they are really popular. They are, I mean, I think the Eagles' greatest is, is the biggest selling album of all time now. It's the overtaking thriller. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that, that those. Well, you're saying I made them popular. I don't know what I played them. Are actually popular, but. They've got a very Slim got fan battery. I mean, the, the Iron Maiden can go to number one with just their fans buying it and then slip away again, can't they? Yeah. But everyone sort of likes the Eagles, don't they? Yeah. I mean, I think still. Uh, so you could play, so you could get on sort of like Radio Radio 2, maybe. The rock program on Radio 2, who does it at the moment? Is there one? No, there's not one. Should we, uh, should do it the other way. Okay, well, that's, that's, that's... I love the way we're talking about my career and other radio stations I could work for. Do you know something I don't? No. <laughs> no, I'm saying that this, but this, this is going on the tube, isn't it? It's going on the tube. I mean, you're going to be like, I mean, you're, you, 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 you'd abandon the sinking ship, wouldn't you? You wouldn't hang around, would you? 
<laughs> you wouldn't fiddle as Rome burned. I mean, we we got a couple of pies cooking in the states, so we're not going to be here to keep it afloat. No, no, the weekend. We 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 you know we want to take the good guys with us. Right. So you know when this crumbles and they make it into a car park for capital, I want to see you on Radio Two Friday nights, ten till twelve, pure rock. Exactly. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Right. Well, that's the pitch, isn't it? Friday nights, ten to twelve, pure rock. Okay. If someone, anyone, listen to the BBC, it's Canfield. He is the new new fan. Vance. Molten metal, maybe. Molten metal. That's good. My only concern with TV work for uh, for Ian is he doesn't look like the obvious rocker. I mean, people are listening, they probably imagine no, that with long, greasy hair. That's got the modern look. Issue. Lots of modern bands. No, oh, they've got, you I'm know. It's off. I'm just saying, I wonder if the thing Short hair. It's not, all, it's not all long hair and strange beards and tattoos. No, the, the days of them all looking like Lemmy and smelling like Ricky. Oh, well, well and truly gone. <laughs> you know, you know, yeah. yeah. Have you ever had the long hair? Have you ever called in for that? No. Never, never tried that? No, no, But I've got bullet belts and stuff like that. Right. You know, if you'd have wanted me to dress up, I would have dressed up and brought CDs. I mean, you know, obviously I should have prepared more for this show. Sure. Yeah. We're going we're, <laughs> we're to play some classic rock, aren't we? I think we're going to play The Who. Have we got, we got Jump by Hayden. I said, well, I Yeah, I think I've got that about five times on every driver album I brought in for you. Okay. And and so, are we going to play Since You've Been Gone? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's Go next? Uh, British Sea Power. Yeah, I think yeah. we should play a couple of singles that uh, we've enjoyed over the, the last year or so, and this is one of them. Carry on. Play it, Camford. And don't forget, uh, Paul Diano and Sonic Flies is coming to town. It's coming on as well. Paul Diano doesn't snort ads, he snorts sound teachers. Carry on from, from uh, British Sea Power on XFM 104.9. Not bad at all. No, listen, we should just uh, point out to people that uh, we're <laughs> Carl's away. We always slag him off because he, he provides very little. But and he's an idiot. Well, exactly, to be fair. But he's obviously off in Atlanta Grotti, and he's forgotten to tell us what the password is for our email, Rick. Idiot. So we can't get into the email. Uh, so we're going to have to use Ian's email instead. Ian.camfield at xfm.co.uk if you want to get in touch. You're never going to have so many emails, Ian. Really? Yeah, this right. is good. you're going to be looking at them all week. It's going to be brilliant for you. It is a really popular. You know what? He described Carl as a bold little mank twat. Nice. Carl was going, brilliant. Is that allowed? Is that all right? Oh, yeah. Bless him, bald little mank twat. It's back on the third, isn't he? Well, if there's one thing that that mag is well, what was he suggesting you can't be regionalist? What? It was he suggesting you can't be regionalist. Is that allowed? No, I just think it's a familiarity of. Uh, it's just because we call him a bald little mank twat that a national a national <laughs> magazine can say that. Oh, bless his little round head. I wonder what he's doing now. He's sitting in the ash. Reading his um, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, reading his rich hall book. Yeah, he's, he spent a week when he went to uh, where was it, St Lucia? He spent a week, right, throwing sand at crabs. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder if they've even got crabs over there. No, I th- no, I don't know what is he do. What is he going to do, Suzanne? What is she? She's going to be whinging. But it's it's sort of like Carl must be like, could you must like sit him in front of a video? While you go and make the dinner or yeah, something, yeah, 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 it must be a nightmare to, taking a pet. Has he got? A little, she got a little harness for him. To be fair though, Rick, I mean, I can't imagine you're much better <laughs> on one day. I've always wondered what that must be like because you always need an audience. You've always got to have someone around that you can perform for, drop your trousers for, annoy, annoy, just generally sing and dance about. And you know, Jane Seal, she's bored of you. Uh, so what do you just do this to other people on the beach? <laughs> Only makers in this beach. You can't believe you're not rich, your lace. Do you want me to annoy you? Yeah, yeah exactly. I can annoy you for five minutes. Yeah, yeah. then I'll get bored. Exactly. I'll tell you what. I want some ads, and after that, the fairy tale in New York. Oh, and folks, featuring Kirsty McCall and uh, a fairy tale of New York. 
brilliant on XFM 104.9. That's the song I think that single-handedly keeps uh, Shane McGowan in gin for another year. It must do it's well, though. But I'm sure it does. I absolutely love it. I still yeah. love it. I saw it on Top of Pops too. And it's just it's just brilliant. Mm. I mean, it wasn't great at miming, but it didn't bother me. Sure. But it was, <laughs> his miming's a different song. Yeah, yeah it, is, Ed, it was great. Um, I had a little visit in the week, Rick. I think Go on. a little Christmas visit from... Uh, I know he's a friend of yours. He's a friend of anyone. He's a friend of the nation. Go on. Um, TV uh, illusionist Darren Brown. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's bought a new pad. Yeah. And uh, he just came in to tell me about it. Yeah. And uh, it's interesting because... Somewhere to keep his guns. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, he... Um, I, I can never know quite how much, you know, he's just playing with your mind, experimenting. But he's telling me about the place. And apparently yeah. he loves you. <laughs> he's, uh, he's got a B-Day. In, yeah, uh, in the house. So we were discussing B days because never um, understood that. I've never got my head around it to this day. I'm into well, no, but I've never. I don't think I've ever met anyone who's used a B day. Oh, uh, Derek Brown does. He's known as the cleanest ass in uh, modern magic. <laughs> yeah, shiny, shiny ass. They call him. But uh, but because I, I we were chatting about, it, I don't really know. To be truthful, I don't really know how you use them. I don't. Well, I assume you just sort of go over it and that. Do you face the wall with your knees on the? On the tile, no, I face away from the wall. No, it's sort of like you just, I don't, and no. you know, it's got a little do nest it on it, or just sort of hover above do it. Do you hover and just splash things onto it? No, it's a little jet, isn't it? It does it for you, doesn't but it? But is there a jet? This is what I'm wondering. Is yeah, there a jet? It's, 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 it's like up the crack. It's like a, it's a drinking, like a drinking fountain. That's that what I'm thinking. Cool, yeah. Which I, I remember Mr. Mellows used to embarrass himself every time. I go, no, here's the middle of life, Mr. Mellows. Yeah, it's not a bee day. Your French, you know, cottage chicken. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't, B-Day sounds French. Well, I assume it's French. After, you know, as they're probably so embarrassed about just sort of like squatting over a hole. Yeah. They go, well, at least we can clean it. Have they, because I, I haven't been to, uh, I haven't been to France for years, but are they still persevering with they're the still just with the old They're still, I mean, I think they have done. Is a single Frenchman travelled anywhere else in the world? Yeah. I've seen that now. It's uncomfortable. I know, but trousers go to Delhi. I think uh, there's uh, probably yeah, a decent porcelain. I know. I can't believe it. I think they have got the flush ones now, mainly for the tourists. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah, never yeah. really understood that. But it's not, you don't go in, it's not like they because they're literally crapping into an open sewer, aren't they? That's the French approach to the public lavatory. Do they have the B-Day next to the hole? <laughs> no, no, the toilet is a toilet, isn't it? Right. But it's just it's just like, it's sort of like, a, it's like going in the bottom of a shower with a big hole at the bottom. Mm. But I I don't, and I just, do you, you do, I mean, again, not wishing to get graphic, but do you use the uh, the B-Day instead of the, the toilet paper? Is it used in conjunction with? I, I mean, you know what, I've, I, I, I've honestly um, never used a B-Day. It's not but... really a working class thing, is it, the B-Day? No, but uh, well, it sort of came in with, with sort of like um, purpose-built houses, didn't it? They sort of like shot up all over the, um, no pun intended, <laughs> all over the sort of 70s. You know what I mean? It was like, a, you know, a, a, in salmon pink, there was a toilet sink and B-Day. Yeah. We weren't yeah. using the B-Day. Exactly. Fill it with ice, put some beer in that. <laughs> yeah. None of my friends washes their arms. <laughs> there are people who refuse to touch their, you know, the, the, the hole with the hands and they only use a B-Day, so throw it at a party and there's no B-Day. Well, Carl doesn't like don't like feeding his bollocks for cancer because he says he doesn't like, the, doesn't like the texture of them. Sure. Well, so I mean, so he probably never be there if he didn't but have to go. But are kind of upper class women who just waddled into the, the dining room and trousers <laughs> the trousers around their ankles? Go, where's the B day? It's the, filthy. Where's the B day? I, just, I don't know. Where's the paper? The what? I think the fish was off. I'm going berserk up there. Yeah, I'm not, yeah get me a B day. Yeah, what have you not? Or I am climbing into the sink and turning the tap upside down. It's the only way I can do it. Yeah. B-Day. Thoughts on B-Days? Have you ever used one? Well, no, you've gone through, you told me all this, but you still haven't got to the bottom of how you use them. No, I, I, mean, I don't know. I you don't know, know use it. Do they come, I asked the Neutral Stone brand, does it come with, like, instructions, like a flat pack? I think you're supposed something? to know. I think you're supposed to, 
because you know if you've bought a b-day the assumption is you know how to use it imagine someone installing and go there you go it's a b-day go can you show me how to use it well he's like this well no no clear the toilet first <laughs> to the whole thing I mean, otherwise i'm like no i can't just sit here in the corner that's fine okay what are you doing do you read a magazine when you're normally going well, well, i might do but i mean i don't really want to do with you here but how will i know <laughs> i need to know how you transport yourself from the lavatory to the beach <laughs> what were you trying to offer carl money to have a shower with johnny yeah <laughs> just just some of the highlights of the <laughs> thing to do yeah. we only went in there and then he didn't want us to watch yeah we said well now we know that you've done it or not yeah. he went you are definitely bent it's <laughs> completion what, what we got lined up well i know let's just say if, if anyone's got any idea sort of how to use a bidet any idea just... for anything to talk about on this yeah. show well that, that doesn't involve crapping or farting <laughs> yeah. we've done that um yeah we, we, haven't we haven't done little chinese fellas or the gays yet that's <laughs> still to come in the second hour Ian.Camfield at xfm.co.uk if you've got any thoughts on the B-Days or just, you know, lavatories generally. Richard Ashcroft on XFM, check the meaning. I think it was out this year and we enjoyed it. So I certainly had a, a thought then that, you know, someone like Richard Ashcroft, uh, it was really cool. I mean, I think one of our greatest rock and rollers, really. He writes great tunes, does great albums. Uh, the verb, you know, already in, in history. Mm. I just suddenly thought of him listening to this and thinking, I wish they wouldn't play my songs because I don't want to be associated mm. with that drivel. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is, you know, most people get a buzz out of looking on the radio. Do you think people say, don't, don't let Chinese Guilty by association. Do you know what I mean? They've just been, they've, I, I, I love that song. I love Check the Me and I thought it was a lovely song. And he's thinking, they're going to sound like they talk about little gay Chinese fellas and B-days. Yeah. Yeah, this is going to make me look worse. What me, Rick, is that they'll, you know, if we had to draw up some kind of list of artists who would allow us to play their songs, it's going to be such a short list. Gary Glitter, you know, it's going to be a few people who, you know, are slightly more shameful than us. I just thought so something. Um, there are a billion people in China, mm-hmm. and I assume it's the same percentage of homosexuality occurs as it were, but to a billion, one in ten, that means there's a hundred million Little gay Chinese feathers running around. Richard Ashcroft, if you're listening, I apologise <laughs> for that last Think thing. about it. During the reunion, what was over? I had uh, a DJ in the in the week. I won't say who it was, um, but sort of like a cheesy sort of housewife choice DJ, and he played that, and he went, "Weird one, that isn't it?" I think of that the first time I heard it. Strange one. John Lennon, the Okaino, war is over. Here's the moment, at least out there. <laughs> I love that. Oh. What does he mean? That's exactly what I want from a DJ. <laughs> that yeah. kind of insight. We were talking before the break about how many little uh, Chinese fellas there are. Yeah. Uh, uh, brilliant. Um, An awful lot of them. Brilliant. Good. More than merrier. Are you familiar, Rick, with the fact, the scary fact, I don't know, Camford, if you're aware of this, and it's chilling. Uh, I don't know where I've heard this from, but apparently, and this is kind of legend, I didn't just make this up, this is well known. But if all the Chinese people in China, right? No, come on. If they all jumped up and down at the same time, apparently, this is, this is what they say. Apparently, it would the tidal wave, tidal wave that would wipe out America. That would destroy America. <laughs> I love the idea of coordinating that. Brilliant. Well, I like the idea. Firstly, they don't need um, weapons of mass destruction. They don't need nuclear weapons. That, they got that for a cost on that. You can't count. You can't count that no. tidal wave as a weapon of mass destruction. Or jumping. Tony Blair could send in sort of people, you know, UN people going, look out for anyone jumping. Exactly. <laughs> and all they need is an immense sort of skipping rope 
Oh yeah, one so a little feather in Japan on yeah. one end, a little feather in Russia on the other, oh, okay, yeah. and they go on your marks. You'd have a lot of coordination over that one. Maybe like someone like Mister Motivator, kind of cold, letting it all from the yeah, top of yeah, the walls, sort yeah. of looking down. The Chinese equivalent. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, be... Because I think that's why they built the wall. I think that's why they built the Great Wall. The wall. Exactly. They just climb on that wall. That's the way. So that's the threat. And that's why America started the spice race. Because yeah. you can see it from spice. Totally. So they go. Uh, are monitoring constantly. This is uh, Eagle to uh, Houston. There's lots of little Chinese fellas about to jump. Yeah. Uh, this is Houston. Are they wearing them? Which is town firm they're Chinese. Are they wearing? <laughs> the, are they wearing those colourful hats? Look a bit like a lampshade. They are. They are. They are. <laughs> Because <laughs> if well, I was the uh, if I was the leader of China, I don't know, what is the name of it? What is it? Is he the king of China? I don't ill educated. Is the king of China? The the czar of China? Who is it? What is it? Is Chairman Man still there? Is he still there? Chairman, someone, chairman, someone else probably the yeah. chairman. Old chairwoman, don't we say exist? <laughs> and uh, actually, you know when I said there's uh, um, a billion people in China, so there's hundred million little gay Chinese fellas. Yeah. Someone phoned up to say half of the women. Yeah. Well, of course. Yeah, on the phone with that. Well, I meant I meant the little lesbian fellas or little gay fellas. Yeah. I, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't really sexist. But I'm was... saying there's probably a hundred million little gay Chinese people. What worries me, Rick, is if I was the premier of China, or if it was some of the people I went to school. Is it premier? With, oh, whoever is the king of China. I was the king of China, <laughs> right? Um, isn't he the king of China and king of I? Or is that he's somewhere else in there? That's what I am, isn't it? I don't know. Is that not in China? We're not. We're, we're not. We're not signing on them. We're not. It's still on now, isn't it? I don't know. I mean, no, what was that? <laughs> Someone educated this, they must be tearing their hair out. Three buffoons but in a room. If I was the king of China, let's assume he's the king of China. Okay, yeah, you um, be tall. But you know when you sometimes you've had a few drinks, whatever, you know, I mean, I'm sure you've done that thing where you order a pizza for someone, you know, a mate or whatever, or send a taxi around to their house, something like that. Yeah. What I do is I just phone up George W. Bush and go, seriously, mate, you better send some stuff over money and that and videos. Because yeah. seriously, they're all outside now. One, two... Yeah, no, and you can freak them out. Send with some knives and forks, because I am fed up with these sticks. Yes, yeah. it's ridiculous. I don't know why we're still sticking with them. I can't, I can't pick up the tiniest little bit of chicken. It's crazy. It's rubbish. It's, Send yeah. us some cut. I'm having a nightmare eating yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, this is a one hundred four point nine racist FM. <laughs> Absolutely. Joe and Louis. Didn't re-apologise for that. Not at all, no. It's all right, isn't it? Boy, yes, that yes. was his follow-up to You'll Always Find Me in the Kitchen at Parties. Yeah. One of my favourite lyrics. She was into fridge cuisine, but I ain't no cold on blur. Brilliant. Yeah, looking forward to playing later in the new year. What happened to B.A. Robertson? Don't he know. knocked it off. I was standing in the corner and the ball came across. What was the other one he did? I don't know. I don't know. We're not as old as you. Oh, no. This is all gobbledygook to us. <laughs> XFM 104.9. That's yeah. Jonah Lowy. Yeah, you're not listening to classic gold. <laughs> I've still got my own teeth. I uh, I think, Rick, I was the subject of a uh, Christmas coal in the week. What, you mean you, you bought something for £4, then sold it for £4, £3.90 as you walked out? That would make me Because I've seen you oh, really living. I'm absolutely furious. When I bought my PlayStation, I saw I could get it for a fiver cheaper down the road. I was absolutely... And you'd in. already walked to about 19 places. Oh, God, yeah. but I actually left you after about an hour. Yeah. No, I, you know, I'm furious because I've got to get a bargain. I, I hate think feeling that I'm being ripped off. Yeah. And I'll tell you this, I'm loving online shopping. Oh, the savings I'm making, Rick. Really? It's crazy. Really? Yeah, 15, 20 quid off some things. Is it really? Oh, amazing. But these things, I might point out, I like Jaguars and uh, <laughs> Mitsubishi cars. Exactly. Yeah, but it's no. worth shopping around. Well, this was not such a comedy. Well, it was a comedy. It wasn't so much one of those just a missed bargain. Yeah. Um, doorbell rings. Answer it. It's a couple of girls. They must have been 13 or 14, maybe. 
Now, I've always had a problem with teenagers. I'm intimidated by teenagers. In case they call you a dork or something. Well, I mean, I told you before, I was walking down the street once, and uh, two guys coming towards me. I mean, real losers. Do you know what I mean? Glasses, the spots, greasy hair. Do you know, really pathetic. And I was sniggering to myself. I was thinking, look at those losers. And as I passed them, I heard one of them look at me and say to his mate, look at that geek. <laughs> I was furious. I was thinking, I would like to call you a nerdlinger, but do you expect it back? I was really furious and like upset. And so, as I say, these teen- teenagers are at the door, and they were quite aggressive, two aggressive, quite aggressive girls. And they had a piece of A4 paper, and they went, we're doing that, doing a sponsored thing? Yeah. But I, don't, I didn't quite catch what it was they were doing that was sponsored. I think they, they sort of fudged it. They went, we're doing a sponsor. And, uh, oh, yeah. And I went, right. And they went, uh, do you want to sponsor us? Boy, they picked on the wrong person. Uh, well, I, and I sort of, I was a bit, I didn't, want, I didn't know, I don't know why I said no. I was worried maybe it was part of some kind of, you know, hidden camera show, you know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I said, yeah, all right, I'll sponsor you. So they handed me this form. And I think, I always thought you were supposed to have quite an official-looking form for any sponsorship thing. But this was literally a piece of A4 torn out of a oh, the, the back of a Gareth Gates poster. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, um, With some blue tag on it. Yeah, well, and, they said, and I looked at it, and I didn't really absorb it. But it, it had things like, you know, Mrs. Jones, Mrs. Smith, you know, five quid. Yeah. And then no one's actual address, just Finchley Road, you know, da, 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 nothing too specific. Yeah. So I wrote my name on, and... Um, put down three quid because a lot of people were giving fivers but I thought you know I'm not made of money it's Christmas and not my gifts and stuff <laughs> yeah. so I gave, gave him a fiver and asked for change yeah, yeah. I, gave, I gave him three quid I said I'll, I'll give a sponsor for three quid best of luck and they went can we have the money and I said well aren't you supposed to do the thing she, and, they, and the woman just looked, the girl just looked at me she just went no so I gave her three quid but what difference does it make? <laughs> well, I'm assuming, though, that it's not going to any charity. But there's no sponsor. But I know, but then, I'm not being funny. The, the, the charity that it's not going to, you wouldn't have given to it anyway. It's true enough. So all that's happened is you're three quid down. Oh, three quid down. Yeah, but if it would have gone to charity, you'd be three quid down. The fact it hasn't gone to charity doesn't matter because you wouldn't have given it to charity. If so, it had gone to charity, I'd have felt a little bit superior, a little bit smug. That would have kept me going for another six months. Whereas now it's just gone to a couple of weeks off the street, you know, who are scamming people, possibly old people, Rick, and that's who I feel sorry for. They've not got a great little money. That's why I'm not worried about myself. I've got a bit of cash for back the old people. Yeah. Although you are three good down, which probably still hurts. Don't you? <laughs> it's still stinging. That's why I decided to tell you now, get off my choice. It's very interesting. Yeah. Just be careful. What? If you're living up in North London, be careful. There's two girls that are going around. I expect, you know, they might come to your door. But they might be wary. Be Genuine? I don't think so. No, they were common. They were very common. Do you know what I mean? Was it was was the giveaway things like you know Santa Claus had given ten pounds, <laughs> Tony exactly. Blair was giving a quid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know what you mean. Yeah, I think I think you were conned, mate. <laughs> right, won't get fooled again by the Who. Ian, I'm going to ask your expert opinion. Is that not one of the greatest rock songs of all time? Yeah, if you'd have played the proper version of it. I know, but it's six and a half minutes, and we usually do. But we just thought, you know, it's Christmas. People want to. You know, even more Jonah Louis. Yeah, but we could have we could have played like the full eight minutes rather than making the show sound like strolling around your local Asda with the Christmas songs with a little that bit more racism. Sounds like yeah. fighting talk. You want a rock challenge, Canfield? You can't <laughs> handle the truth. I'm gonna I'm gonna rock this out. The last point. Can, pro- can we put Keith Moon in in the? Uh, model? I was gonna ask you. He's my favourite drummer of all time. Are you yeah. going along with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So we got oh, we got we got Lemmy and Keith Moon. Yeah. Are we making up a kind of super rock band here? Oh, we could do. We could make no, that. That's, that's far too past saying. Let's call it the monolith for rock. It sounds more stupid. Okay. Um, so we've got Lemmy and Moon. Yeah. Just, we need three more. So we need two, no, we need two, two more. The other one to stand astride it, like the metal angel of death. 
No, because you've, you've, you've hung out with some of the big rock names, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. No, it's, I'm, not, I'm not going anywhere with this. I'm just I'm intrigued. Tell me some of the people you've, you've hung out with. You've hung out with Maiden, have you? I've hung out with Maiden. I've, I've been flying with Bruce Dickinson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And as you... Um, that he took us three attempts to land at Gatwick a few weeks ago. But I don't know much really? about you. Uh, you, know, are you, are you. Are you someone who lives the rock and roll excess lifestyle? Are you kind of drinking drugs? Is that your thing? I like to be kind of, you know, on the edge, having a look at what's going on inside. Right. I don't quite know what that means. Well, yeah, I've it's got... the way they talk, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, because I mean, some of those rockers, they're hard living boys. Can you keep up with them? Do you, you know, you up till four in the morning? Oh, four in the morning? Yeah. <laughs> four, four in which morning? Daddy, oh, man. <laughs> we're, we're going out about four in the morning. Carl <laughs> yeah. reckons the gays go out late. Yeah. <laughs> he's famous dog is the killing of Georgie. Right. right. And he went, yeah, but would it have happened if he'd have been, you know, going out a bit earlier? <laughs> Yeah, well, no, fair voice. Is that song time specific then? Uh, no, no, but he reckons he probably got because uh, he was out late. No, oh, right, okay. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's, there's one that works here. Sometimes he doesn't go out till midnight. <laughs> but yeah, I imagine you a little bit like that uh, little boy in the film Almost Famous when you're on tour with the rock legends. Do you know what I mean? You're like, you know, the little kid there, and maybe the doors are being closed in your face, are they, as they go bizarre? Yeah, well, well, yeah, yeah when, when I started, yeah, okay, yeah but, but now, you know, I insist on... So you was one of theirs? Yeah, yeah, access all areas, lab, and that, you know, I mean, I can enter venues now with a big bottle of Jack Daniels that don't get stopped. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, but seriously, have you, without naming names, obviously, what uh, excess have you seen? Have you witnessed anything? Or have people calmed down there? Is it, are, they, are these rockers clean living now? Depends who you're talking about. Sure. Yeah. Is there anything going on like the days of Ozzy uh, uh, and and uh, Motley Crue? I haven't seen. Uh, well, I haven't seen any Red Snappers like with uh, with Jimmy Page. Do you know that story? Am I? I can't talk about it. Let's <laughs> forget about that. Yeah. Oh, was it? Is it disgusting? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, was it talking about B days and Ricky's farts? Kind of, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, you wouldn't want the instruction manual as to what happened with Red Snapper, like right. you do with the B-Day. Sure, sure, sure. Oh. Um, God. But don't, as I say, don't name names. Obviously, you know, there's a sort of client, you know, doctor confidentiality or whatever that you... Yeah, have. well, I saw... I, I saw... I, I know there's no one listening. Yeah. <laughs> it won't go further than this to the I saw, I, saw, I saw a member of uh, a very big band um, play the Astoria uh, recently, and they turned up at the Astoria about 15 minutes before they were going on stage, right? And uh, someone said to them, is it good to be playing the Astoria? To which he turned around and went, uh, all right, are we in London? Really? And <laughs> <laughs> And this person then... Well, it wasn't Daniel O'Donnell, was it? <laughs> okay, I, uh, I can't think of the Libertines. No, it's not a very big huge no. band, is it? No, no. Bigger than that. Yeah, OK. Yeah. OK. Uh, what other rock roll access do you, do you want? I was told once that if you stay up for two days, the best thing to do is eat some yoghurt. This is just like we're going to having tips now. Sure. Yeah, you know. So if it, that's apparently the best thing at the end of the excess, you need some yoghurt. So always right. keep some in the fridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then, no, chopsticks are no good. No, exactly. Yeah, so so don't whatever you do, don't go on a bender in China because otherwise you'll be screwed. Right? No, there's no benders in China. Another tune that I enjoyed this year, Rick. I don't know what your thoughts are on it. I'm fascinated yeah. to find out. Love Jay Z and Farrell and uh, Frontin. What do you think? Uh, can't feel darkness number one. Yeah, well, they cheated, didn't they? Because they went did their signing at HMV uh, yesterday, so they getting like an hour of extra extra sales. Well, just so you know. Well, you know, I don't know. Well, I suppose Gary Charles could have turned up at Virgin down the road, couldn't he? And, and, yeah. You know. Okay, well, then in that case, the guy deserves to be sort of number one because at least it's it, it's potentially 
a sort of evergreen sort of Slade type classic and they are the biggest sort of band around at the moment Careful, what are your thoughts you love rock what do you make of the darkness it's all right they've been around for a while now sure yeah another year maybe but they're, they're all the, the ingredients of everything you like I imagine they've got a bit of glam they've got a bit of queen they've got a bit of acdc it's all in there you've got a bit of bruce forsyth <laughs> but i mean <laughs> it's funny it's, I, 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 they're a good fun band aren't they yeah i mean they're essentially just too close to nobody but then so was slade in a way slade have only got this this credibility resurgence in retrospect at the time they were a pop band that was essentially were for teenagers and thugs but yeah careful's going to be championing slade though up there in the same way that he champions the maiden but you've got, you've got to appreciate what what Holder's done, surely. Yeah, I appreciate what Holder's done. But they, but they only became cool, didn't they, when Oasis covered them? Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I genuinely always liked Slade, and I've still got a soft spot for them. But, yeah, um, yeah the darkness, we'll, uh, we'll have to wait and see. At least the darkness world is irresponsible for the kids of today, though, because the amount of spelling mistakes that Slade were responsible for at school in the 70s was atrocious. Well, the Zed's, but the Zed's in. Rubbish. Um, Ian, I'm going to have to ask you for our third pillar of rock before the ad break. Right, well, we need... Um, have we got, so we got, we got Lemmy yeah, and Moon. Right, OK. I think we need to put in... Uh, we need a guitarist in there. We should maybe put in Keith Richards. I'm a little bit worried about the health scare because the kind of air pollution around any venue that this band might play with, like, Lemmy and, and, and Keith Richards there. Yeah. You know, so I'm, I'm surprised at Keith Richards. I would have thought it was heavy enough for you, but the Stones have done enough to get in the, the annals of rock. Yeah. OK, this plays some ads. Quick question. <laughs> Do you actually speak like this again? What? This, 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 this is your this, this is real voice, yeah. Yeah. Do, do, do your do your um uh, daytime sort of voice, the X list voice. Say say it's fast. It's just coming up to twenty past two on X one hundred four point nine. Um, after the break, um, uh, we've got feeder. Say that. It's just coming up to twenty past two on X one hundred four point nine. These are the ads. So <laughs> with that song is. Uh, don't know about that. It could sound like he's saying something to do with Bell Ends. Well, yeah. What? Heaven forbid. What? You think he meant that? Did he? Forbid. No. Uh, that's the darkness on uh, XFM 104.9. Bell Ends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what other rude words are there? Cock. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, he's rude. Yeah. Um, so now, especially at Christmas. Especially at Christmas, yeah. It's time for families. I know. Now, listen. Time for family. Now, Ian, yeah, who is your fourth? We need a lead singer in this mega group, the Monoliths of Rock. Uh, who we got? Lemmy, we've, we've, we've got Keith Richards on guitar, we've got Lemmy on bass, yeah. we've got Keith Moon on skins. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so there's terminology coming out there. Yeah. Who's doing the Vox? Uh, uh, who's given Golden Tonsils Award? Uh, Roller Plant. He's gone for plant. He's yeah. gone for plant. What a trap names though. There is the group. The lineup is Moon, uh, Lemmy, Richard, Plant. Okay. Now our competition, Steve. Name that. Name that group. Okay. What's the best? The best heaviest rock name ever. Sure. <laughs> Which is obviously not a name that already exists. No. Okay. Um, my mate of mine came up with. I think it was um, a brain hammer. <laughs> which which I like. Um, yeah. Velvet Nazi six six six. Sure. So we want the heaviest, yeah. most mental piece of death metal, head banging, bleeding out of your brains rock axe attack. Okay. <laughs> Please welcome to the stage Christ on a bike. 
<laughs> Please welcome to the stage. Oh, look at you. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Yeah. Okay, the metal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cheeky. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now listen. They need a manager. They need someone who can introduce them. They need someone to stand astride them. Who is the leader now? Who is the king of all that rocks? Well, it's obviously Tommy Vance, isn't it? Do you know what worries me, Rick? I, we've said Vance a lot today. I'm wondering if people, the kids today, do they know Tommy Vance? They what is he got here? If they don't know, they shouldn't be listening. Okay. <laughs> so, Vance is their manager. He needs to, they're on at Wembley. He's got them on at Wembley. They're, they've got, a, they're, they're the greatest rock band of all time. We need the name. Please, please welcome to the stage. What are they called? We'll uh, in, email in. Um, and the prize, we'll get some... We'll rubbish through the business as get well. Some, we get some old tap, like Carl does, some, some VHSs, some CDs, <laughs> greatest air guitar in the max. Yeah. What's the... Do we need to give out the numbers? Work your email. Okay. On, phone in, you don't want to talk to him again, seriously. No, he's... You know, you know when... Uh, what, what's his name? Says to Agent Starling as she's going to meet Hannibal, don't let him inside your head. Yeah. Don't talk to the listeners here. Exactly. It's very much the same Please thing. Don't, don't I'm, a bit, I'm a bit concerned that my email's going to be besieged by people sending you links to how to clean out the B Day. Um, well, that's <laughs> why the week. But one of the most, the most mental, head bleeding, banging, brain hammer operation <laughs> this band can be called. Call in. Uh, Rick, because I always, it always amuses me if you, I mean, I know it's cruel to put you on the spot, but some of your former band names have always amused me. Well, the worst. Uh, but <laughs> the worst one? Well, I'll, I'll just Ricky, leave it. Ricky's had a number of bands over the years. What was the, uh, the worst one? Uh, ready? Re get ready to play that record, because I don't want, I don't want any aftermath. No, I, uh, before you tell me, what was the one, because these pictures of you, like, when you knew Romantic, keep on being published. That was Sean and Dancing. Yeah, but someone... That's pretty bad. But some, someone told me, they were like, oh, ask him about when he tried to be Bon Jovi. Can you imagine such a thing? I know, I know the name you're thinking of. Right, here we go. Play the record, immediately I say this. <laughs> ready? The Sacred Heart. Suck the fire record. <laughs> Hello. On XFM 104.9, I forget the name of that track, but it's good. Good song. Thanks very much. Oh, good song. Yeah. Oh, right. I just you okay, give me this opinion. Right, yeah. go on. Do what? Are we still on the end? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are we doing? Merry Christmas. We got someone on the line. Oh, right, right. He's here. Who's that? Ricky. Ricky. It's, uh, yeah, go on. It's Jonathan Elliott. Good. It's, it's only TV to Jonathan Ross. Ross, turn your radio down, you idiot. I mean, I like to, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. We can hear the feedback. Well, I haven't got it. It's not my fault. He's got incompetent radio station. And also, didn't you hear we said, don't call in, we don't want to speak to listeners. Was it, are you, uh, you find it that I'm a visitor to your show, I'm special. You know that for well, I do, you're special. Right. What, have you, you got a name for the band? Yeah, you ready? Yeah. Blump. <laughs> <laughs> B-L-U-M-P, I tell you for what, you can't have a normal word. If it's the monolith band of all time, if it's to be, you can't have a regular word. It doesn't make sense. How can you have a regular word? All these ideas you come up with are rubbish. You need a word which only stands for that one thing. No one's heard it before. No one has it again. Blump. I can't help but feel that that's a more appropriate name for maybe one of Wiki's bands. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, I, I've seen that picture of that band you see everywhere these days. He was like a, a girl. He was like a little girl in a suit. It's like a girl, a little dyke at a wedding. <laughs> what was that? Will be the pet, the cattle calling the pet black. Sure, I've always got nothing but one hundred percent heterosexual. You, we, we're not sure about. There's not anything wrong with it. I know that, but look at you. <laughs> 
Yeah, I did it that in. There's not anything wrong with it. I'm Jordan Ross. Oh, dear. I was, uh, I was thinking the other day, right? You, the Comedy Awards. Yes, sir. You and I say some awful things about poor, poor celebrities. Poor has been celebrities with coke addictions and, and fat lips and faces that have been, uh, where surgery's gone wrong and everything. You, you, and then when they're in the show, they're going, oh, you look lovely. Yeah, I'm nice to I'm nice to them to their face, but obviously when I'm not with them, I like to let my true feelings be known. But I'll tell you what, you can get anything off your chest you want on this show. Any celebrities you want to talk about? There's no one listening. Yeah. It's just between me and you. There's a lot of people who listen to my show, and after they've had a few hours of, you know, good laughs, they like something bland to just call them down afterwards. So they say, well, we know this happens. Did you uh, did you mention my um, DVD on your radio show? Oh, I forgot to. I can't mention it. Christ! I mention it. I'm in a meeting by the office, but I forgot to mention it. And then I thought afterwards, it's not like he needs the cash, is it? Yeah. You know, it's, like, it's not like he needs it. It's not like it is, but it's probably earned more money in a short space. You're like a lottery winner, and you've got about as much taste. You're like one of those burglars who's won the lottery. I have. I'm close to I'll buy the window cleaner at the moment. From wedding, who won the lottery, and now what? He's putting it away on what? On I do feel sorry for my neighbours. I've moved into a you know really nice place. Now, I feel like it's the hillbillies. No, I nice moved in there because it's nice. He's given them something to sort of talk about behind the back. Yeah, I've not hit the whole block. Right, don't go and play with some Japanese wind-up toys now. No, no. So I'm to play Mario uh, Double Dash with my son. It's going to be a good afternoon. I uh, phoned you once after I finished my show. It was about five minutes past three, uh, and uh, and I. I don't mind if you, you know, I said, you, I said, I do, and he went, it's brilliant. He said, you said, this is what he said, he went, everyone's out, Jane said the kid's out, I've already masturbated twice, and I'm playing with a new Japanese toy. I'm, uh, I'm masturbating now. <laughs> uh, yeah, Kings of Leon, wasted time on XFM 104.9. Sorry, I was sidetracked there. What about some of the band names? And now, now, listen, I want to put in two of my own. I want to win that pile of Cat out there, right? I've got two names here, okay. Would you just remind people in case they've just tuned in? Oh, yeah, Campbell has chosen his uh, a mega band of all time. He's got Keith Moon on drums, he's got Lemmy on bass, he's got Keith Richard on guitar, he's got um, who have you got singing? Royal Plant, a bloke plant, and their manager is Vance. And he's but he needs to announce them at Wembley Arena. They're already sold out, they're at number one in the album charts, <laughs> and the greatest rock band of all time. And I, I've got two suggestions, okay. What about this? Please welcome to the stage. Tungsten lung hemorrhage. <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Please welcome to the stage, God Dildo. God Dildo, interesting. Nice juxtaposition there of God and the Almighty Creator and a dildo. The most use of some contrasting imagery there. Yeah. Powerful on top. Tungsten lung hemorrhage. Yeah. We've had a couple also on the email. Um, people didn't really include their names, but who cares? Um, please welcome to the stage, Balls of Steel. Balls of Steel, uh, yeah. And we've, we've had, like, Brain Hammer. Yeah. Brain Hammer's good. A lot of brain hammer-related stuff. Quite liking the idea of tumour fish. Tumour fish? I like Tumour fish is very good. I like tumour fish. I just wonder if there's one more contender. I don't know who this was in the phone in with it, but possibly it's topical. Yeah. Deathly Hem. Yeah. Deathly Hem, it's brilliant. Oh, it's Deathly Hem. Please welcome to the stage. Deathly, yeah. Deathly Hem. Who's that? We've got to give it to I them. don't know who that was. Oh, well, if you came with Deathly Hem, email again. Deathly Hem. It's the greatest name for the greatest rock band of all time. Will you please welcome to the stage, Deathly Hem. It's Golden Tonsils. Isn't it? I went to, uh, I was going to go see him once at the Kevin Leatherwood about uh, a year ago, and they had this sign up, right? 
saying that Graham Bonnet, who sang that song, had cancelled, right? And it said, God willing, he'll be performing tomorrow. And just in case you thought he'd cancelled because maybe no one bought any tickets, the doctor's certificate was beneath <laughs> the cancellation. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Well, we've sung that a couple of times drunk, haven't we? Yeah, but, at the yeah, top of our voice. We have done it. It is the best. Uh, yeah. It is. Ben won. Ben has won whatever you're giving away. Yeah. Ben Big came out with death, death, crap. Yeah, we've got, yeah, death the M. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, if you are in a rock band and you're looking for a name and you think you deserve that name, then, you know, write, write to us. If we want to know that you're really heavy and we, and A and Canfield would officially hand over the deeds of the name Bethlehem. Bethlehem? Bethlehem, yeah. yeah. Bethlehem. They only play at Christmas. You only play like big venues at Christmas and it's all things about like fighting. Like good versus evil, and yeah. God versus the devil, and it's you got to write songs like that, yeah, yeah. Deathly Hem on XFM one hundred four point nine. Perhaps that the debut should certainly be a concept album based yeah. on Nativity Play. Yeah, for the Nativity, Nativity, yeah, that was the whole kind of Old Testament in kind of rock form. Yeah, with like we're extraordinary. It's a battle for humanity. Yeah, it's called um, humanity manity. It is a fight in the ocean of hell. <laughs> yes, sure. <laughs> Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I'd love to see a serpent. Maybe pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love to try four. Try four. Yeah, four. Yeah, yeah. I think we should give massive props and suitable regards to Ian Cowford. He's coming. He's pressed the buttons. He, st he stood in for an idiot. Brilliantly. Yeah. yeah. He has in for and there. It's a shame that he's not. You've not displayed some of the usual incompetence we've come to love and expect from Carl. It's a shame. Okay. Well. Okay. Well. If you are the greatest DJ in the world, though, the way you sort of like drop press these buttons. It, it, but you know. Every yeah. time I press the button, off air, Ricky's been going, oh, what great DJ. It is great. He just, no, it's just brilliant. Um, if we're lucky, we can talk with the mic on. Time <laughs> to not talk over a record. Oh, today we did some great links during the ads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, of course, uh, Jonathan Ross uh, masturbating. Right. <laughs> On air, just, you just look at back at some of the highlights. You don't get some capital gold, do you? <laughs> like Tony Blackburn getting a call from Fluff Freeman going, "All right, mate, I'm knocking one out." <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, have a lovely Christmas. Have a bloody great Christmas. Have a bloody great Christmas. It's the best of next week. Yeah. Um, the best of the last few weeks. Yeah. With some tats, you know. Carl's uh, put together. We're back for January. We're playing some of our favourite songs of the year. I'm looking forward to seeing um, Pilker's Tan. Pilker's Tan is holiday. Covered in ash from the beach. Yeah. And we're back on the uh, third, I believe. But Ian, do you want to introduce them? This is, this is Ian's choice for the day. Yeah. Um, we'll see you uh, next week in spirit. And then uh, we're back on the third with uh, Pilkers. Over to you, Camp. Yeah, enough of Jonah Louis. This is Paul Diano, ex of Iron Maiden, doing uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. I'm not dead. 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 I'